What is up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets. It is the Thursday, the first week of the CrossFit Games open season. And I know that not all of my listeners listen or follow CrossFit and do CrossFit, but this is like the Christmas season for CrossFitters. This is like, I, I guess it's like the Super Bowl for CrossFitters. Well, not quite the Super Bowl, it's the CrossFit Games. But this is this is the time where everybody gets really excited to do these fun workouts that get put out. Well, I say fun, but they're usually super scary. We're all kind of like anticipating what's going to be put out there. We see the workout and our jaw kind of drops. And my goal is to keep these episodes for you guys out there for each week to give you guys a little bit of things to think about. And this first one might be a little bit longer because I have a couple of other thoughts. I know I just recorded a workout or a, a podcast on the open, uh, in the open and the CrossFit game season all in general, but I want you guys to get a little bit more of an understanding of how to use each one of these weeks to help you guys out, not just this week, but also going into your training going forward. So first things first, this workout is a repeat often happens that they do a repeat workout. Love that they started with this one. It's, it's one of those, it's, it's a gross workout in terms of you are going to find that pain threshold. Um, but there's a lot of things to cover and a lot of things that I want you guys to think about as you're going into these workouts. So first and foremost, Whenever you guys see the announcements and you guys see the workouts, okay, there are a couple of things that are going to go through your head. Oh shit, I don't have ring muscle ups. Oh shit, I don't have toaster bar. That barbell is going to feel really heavy. I don't like wall balls. I don't like rowing. Or the opposite. I'm a I'm a I'm a beast on the row or I'm a beast on the wall balls, but I don't have ring muscle ups. Just taking a look at how you're actually talking to yourself and what you're thinking and going through your head is going to help you guys also learn how to approach the workout because the areas where you're going to be very timid, you have to have a strategy for those things that you're already thinking about are like, I'm stressed about these movements are where you're going to have to have the most strategy. So just kind of take a look and think about how you're thinking about these workouts. So other things that I want you guys to consider is when you guys are approaching these workouts, taking a look at how much you actually know about yourself as an athlete. So if you're looking at 60 calories in a rower, somebody that's been doing CrossFit for over a year, you should know about how many calories you can pull in a minute and what that would feel like if you're doing it for three to five minutes. And that will help you pace yourself out. So for most people, it's going to be somewhere between three and four minutes. Uh, for less conditioned athletes, it might be four to five minutes. You want to kind of figure out where you want to be on this rower to be able to push for it. Uh, some people might be closer to six minutes if you're very, very new to CrossFit, and that's okay. Third piece of this is also looking at what should I be choosing in terms of my division? Should I be doing this workout as prescribed as the RX, or should I be using the scaled or the foundations uh, uh, option as well? So for this workout, I would say that if you are close to getting toes to bar or you have toes to bar, go for RX. If you have ability to throw a nine, uh, a wall ball to the correct target. Um, if the power clean weight is there and the only thing you don't have is the ring muscle ups, I say do this workout RX because you can still get a really good workout. in. however, if you don't have toes to bar or you have very, you know, or you, or the barbell's too heavy for you and you're really going to be intimidated by this workout, I would say that the goal should be to go for scaled and really try and push your threshold a little bit. Now, if you are someone that's looking to pursue further divisions or you want to go on the quarterfinals, semifinals, then yes, definitely do the open as RX as much as you can, because that is going to allow you to assess year to year how you're changing. But I think more importantly is if the goal is like, I want to push myself, I want to see what I'm capable of. And this is where my current fitness level is at. So asking yourself, 
where is my fitness level currently at and what am I pushing for? And that's going to help set you guys up for success. Now, this specific workout is, is going to be a chipper and they call it a chipper. Why? Uh, because the way they described it was, it's kind of like you put a bunch of things as a whole, you put, you put something whole in a wood chopper and then at the end of it all, it's chopped into little bits of pieces. There's a couple of ways you can think about this. You can think of it like chipping away at things, or you are going to come out on the other side all mangled up. But either way, we're still going to get through this workout in 14 minutes altogether. We're all going to be done at the same time. So here's a couple of things that I want you to think about. All right. Always think about the end in mind. So if you're somebody that is going into this workout, knowing you're going to get to the muscle ups and you're going to get, you're going to try and get through the muscle ups, then your goal from the beginning should be, I want to pace so that when I get to those rings, I can start chipping away, whether that's big sets, whether that's small sets, whether it's singles. If on the opposite end, you're like, mm, no, I'm actually probably not going to get a muscle up, but I'm going to try and push for everything else. It's managing fatigue while pushing at threshold to, to kind of keep you moving at a fast pace. Okay. So number one is you got to make sure that you know your pace on the rower. And what I would suggest everybody doing is before you even start the workout to just practice rowing a little bit, you get to the gym before you plenty of time before you're going to go, just practice rowing a little bit, different paces and figure out about how long it's going to take you to row like 10 to 12 calories at a moderate pace. That's going to help set you up for success in terms of where you should be for your pace for this workout today. If you're feeling like death after two minutes of rowing and you're, you know, that's probably not going to be the right pace for you. This is also not the time to start asking about the damper setting and, you know, like where you should be, what your pace should be. These are things that you can use as a learning tool. So now that you know, like, okay, I need to know these numbers. I need to know how fast I'm pulling on the rower to get this row done in a consistent amount of time for me. I know that stuff. I've been doing this long enough, but a lot of people don't pay attention when they're in the classes. They just row. So pay attention to yourself. This is a great opportunity for you to learn. What should I be focusing on when I go back to the gym? Okay. I need to pay more attention to my pace on the rower when I'm doing workouts. So use that data for yourself. Okay. So know your pace. If you don't know your pace, then before you start the workout, spend some time getting on the rower and just kind of assessing where you want to be. The toast to bar. Okay. If you are, if you are very, if you're someone that does a lot of that double kipping, uh, you have to swing a lot. I would recommend small sets on the toast to bar, even doing fast singles. It's going to help keep you moving. Make sure that you're at a shorter bar. So you don't have to worry about making a lot of jumps. It's going to just be more fatiguing. But other than that, you're thinking about manageable sets. For some people, that might be fives, tens, whatever it is. I'm personally the person that likes to chip away in the beginning and then knock off what's left. Um, but the most important thing is to never go to failure. You don't want your grip to be fried. You don't want your midline to be fried. So just try and keep yourself moving um, and then go from there. So you got the, the row, the toaster bar, the wall balls. Ladies, if you're used to throwing to a 10-foot target, this should be a no-brainer to go on broken or two big sets because you're so used to throwing to that higher target that the nine-foot's going to feel really easy. That's why I always throw to the 10-foot target. So when the nine-foot target comes up, I'm like, no-brainer, no big deal. So hit those wall balls in big sets. Men, same thing. Try and choose big sets. If you are dropping, think 10 reps, quick shake it out, pick it back up. The strategy on the wall balls is really trying to think about going a little bit harder there, knowing that the next movement that comes up will be an option for you to catch your breath a little bit if you choose to do fast singles. So a fast single will allow you to do the rep, take a quick breath, do the rep, take a quick breath. A couple of things that people make in terms of mistakes on their fast singles is 
they step away from the bar and that actually actually ends up wasting time. So try and think about picking it up, dropping it right back down, picking it up, dropping it right back down without moving your feet, trying to stay right there. Okay. And then the last piece of this workout, the muscle ups, you have them or you don't remember that that first rep is likely going to feel a little bit more difficult as you just came off of all that hard work. Um, I think it took me about three or four reps to kind of find my cadence again. And I was able to kind of fall into a rhythm and then get back into my, my muscle ups. You don't have to do big sets here to be consistent guys. If you are newer to CrossFit and or newer to muscle ups, fast singles can be very efficient. And that could be a great way for you to get a great score rather than staring at the rings. We need to get a big set in. Okay. So if you guys are doing this workout and you're doing it RX, most important things are to understand where am I in my fitness? All right. What am I actually pushing for at the end of this? Am I trying to get back on the rower? Am I going to be that good that I'm going to be so fast and everything that I'm getting back on the rower? Then you should be really just managing sets throughout there and just watching that you're never going to red line. And that when you get to those rings, you can keep going. If you're newer to CrossFit and you're like, I don't even know where to start. Okay. Here are my suggestions to you. All right. I want you guys to get to the gym and I'll put some strategy in my show notes here today. I want you guys to get to the gym a little bit early and I want you guys to get on the rower and row at an easy pace for like five minutes. Look at the calories per hour at an easy pace. So just see where it's at. You're not, you're not going hard here. Um, I would play around with some of the movements. Uh, and the most important thing is to start strategizing manageable sets. Even if you don't keep track of your workouts, think about workouts that you've done with wall balls or with power cleans or with toast bar. How do you normally break those things down? And if you don't know, once again, learning opportunity for you, you probably don't know the exact reps you do, but you would probably say is I normally have to do really small sets. Well, guess what? The best strategy today is what you're already comfortable with. So don't try and change anything. All right. So when it comes to fueling for this workout, this is going to be a higher output workout, but you also don't want to have a whole bunch of food in your belly where you're going to feel super heavy and weighed down. So make sure that you've had a good, considerable carbon protein, heavy meal, about 90 to 90 minutes out. Um, that's going to really allow you to feel good. Something between like, depending on if you're a male or a female, 15 to 30 grams of protein, maybe 40 to 60 grams of carbs. Um, it could have just been lunch. Don't go into this workout being super like depleted and you've been busy all day and not eating anything. Get something in your belly. Um, if you have to get something in right before the meal or right before the workout, a fuel for fire, some protein, a whey protein shake with a, you know, some kind of an apple or something else pretty easy to digest will help you guys as well. Um, but definitely make sure that post-workout you guys are fueling recovery a little bit here. Uh, you want to get some good protein, good carbs in as well. Um, and then rock it from there. So Hopefully this was helpful. I will put a few strategy notes in the show notes here for you guys and uh, enjoy 23.1.